Good morning. Uh, it's 12 noon in Dubai and 11 a.m. in Saudi Arabia. We are pleased to welcome you to today's webinar, which is sponsored by Hitachi Ventara and Reddington Gulf. The topic for today's webinar is managing unstructured content data with Hitachi. And joining me today is our first speaker, Rehan Shahid, who's the partner territory manager for Hitachi Ventara based in Dubai. Good morning, Rehan. Good morning, Sharad. Thank you so much. Yeah, happy to have you here. And uh, the floor is going to be yours in just a minute. I expect you to introduce Hitachi Ventara to our audience and uh, you know highlight what makes uh, Hitachi Ventara the best in the business. So uh, the floor is yours for the next 20 to 25 minutes. And then we'll have our next speaker uh, who will be joining us soon. And uh, for the audience, uh, please keep your questions coming through the chat session or the Q&A tab. At the end of uh, the sessions, I will be happy to pose your questions to our two speakers and we'll have an interactive session then. So uh, Rehan, if you're all set, floor is yours. Excellent. Thank you so much, uh, Sharad. Uh, just a quick confirmation. Can you see? Uh, can you see my screen? Yes, it's all good. Please go ahead. All right. Excellent. So, thanks everyone for joining. Um, really excited to be here. And um, um, again, you know, we are uh, definitely starting to come back to our offices. Things are coming back to normal. Um, so today, you know, we have one hour for this session where um, you know we'll be. Um, covering some something about our company, which is Hitachi Vantara. You might have heard the name already, but today I'm going to, you know, tell you and talk about um, the what, the why, and the how behind, you know, the, the Hitachi Vantara. And then also um, the topic for today, the agenda for today is that how, you know, we manage the content data, the unstructured um, data, and how can our you know, solutions help you into better manage that um, data challenge? So, um, so just going further, you know, we know that you know, data is, is increasing you know, every day as we speak. And, and for all of us, the, the shift is happening uh, toward maximizing the value of data for our you know, respective uh, businesses or your customers and society at large. Um, you know, we see it across our global customer base, you know, faced with uh, increasing disruption, you know, traditional industrial as well as operational, you know, technology companies are investing in, you know, latest software solutions to make their, you know, hardware and machines more and more connected and, and, and smarter. And, you know, as a result, you know, we believe that every company must now be a, a technology company. And for many, you know, that means, you know, they must fundamentally transform um, their business and, and operations. And we know that, you know, we're having every day more and more connected devices, you know, uh, much more, you know, data every day. And as you can see, um, you know, this is according to IDC, approximately up to 80 billion, you know, devices would be connected by, by 2025. 
So this is extremely important. Um, and as a whole, you know, where we come from as Hitachi, you know, Vantara and Hitachi Limited. So I'm just gonna give you a quick background about where we come from. So we are, um, you know, part of the Hitachi Limited group. So Hitachi Limited, um, you know, was founded more than 110 years ago. I mean, it's a, it's a legacy. It's one of those only, you know, few unique companies that have still survived 100 plus years um, throughout, you know, the, the first world war or the Spanish flu in 1918 and the World War II. And then now, of course, the, the Corona pandemic. Um, so we are a 78 plus uh, billion dollar company as per FY20 and with more than 850 subsidiaries, which means that, you know, within Hitachi Limited Group, we have customers of Hitachi Vantara who are the Hitachi Limited subsidiaries as well. And, and they form all types of industries. They are into manufacturing, you know, the retail, you might have heard about all of our consumer products, our railway business. You know, if you look at the um, uh, Riyadh Metro, the third line that is actually being built by, by Hitachi um, uh, Limited, as well as the, the Jizan uh, refinery, um, the oil and gas refinery for Saudi Aramco is also being uh, built by Hitachi uh, Limited. So we are into many, many different um, you know, businesses and industries. And we even have a bank, um, interestingly, within our um, Hitachi Limited uh, organization. So Hitachi Vantara is part of that Hitachi Limited group, which means that, you know, uh, being under such a huge group gives us that economic, um, you know, strength and, and, and background uh, through the Hitachi Limited uh, mother company. Um, so Hitachi Vantara is what we call as the IT arm or the digital, you know, arm of Hitachi Limited. And this term, Hitachi Vantara, was actually coined in 2016 and 17, where we actually merged three companies within Hitachi Limited. So one name in IT, which everybody was very familiar, was the H uh, was called HDS, Hitachi Data Systems. This is the IT infrastructure, um, you know, server storage, you know, storage, uh, you know, that Hitachi. Uh, is known as the Rolls-Royce of storage. Um, and um, so all of those, you know, cloud solutions and backup solutions, the infrastructure solutions, which fall under the Hitachi data systems. And then in 2014 and 15, we acquired a company called Pentaho, which is an open source um, analytics uh, company and, and, and data integration company, as well as, um, you know, Lumada, which is what was known as the insights group for our IoT you know, platform and um, in also in IoT platform, um, Hitachi is the, the leader in the um, IoT platforms. So these three companies, along with their other ecosystem of, you know, services and, 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 and ex vertical expertise, um, as well as data scientists and the whole ecosystem were then uh, combined together into what we now call as Hitachi Vantara. And additionally, what happened in January 2020 was that the Hitachi Consulting was also uh, merged 
into um, Hitachi Vantara, which probably gave us a very you know unique advantage in the in the in the industry, having the full consultancy arm as well as the capability to deliver that from an end-to-end -end solutions perspective. Um, so you know, from our perspective, you know, we 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 feel that you know many companies are now uh, swimming in data, but are still searching for insights. You know, only a precious few companies found out, you know, how to fully use the value of their of their data. And that's because, you know, in many cases, they've they've probably lacked the right partner. And according to McKinsey um, and company, only 40% of industries are truly digitized. And that's where we come in, right? We are we are guides, um, creators, designers, engineers, um, and experts committed to designing and delivering data-driven solutions for people who see data as an opportunity. The people, you know, like, like yourselves, who see through the, you know, complexity um, and noise to recognize, uh, you know, ways to transform their uh, business and improve the impact, you know, they, they, they make on the world. So data, hence, becomes the core, you know, um, opportunity for all of us. And how do we as Hitachi Vantara see that data is we see it as a stairway data, uh, stairway to value. And this can be your data journey as well as, as, as a customer, you know, and at, you know, Hitachi Vantara, um, we are, we are a data company with the best, you know, IP, you know, domain expertise and data-driven technology systems that, that Hitachi has to offer. And in this staircase, you know, we, we basically, um, you know, term it as seam, uh, store, enrich, activate, and monetize your, your, your data. And we help, you know, maximize the return on, on data at every step of this, you know, stairway to value, where we have solutions to store you know, protect all types of data, be uh, structured data or unstructured data or edge data or the cloud, you know, data, as well as we help, you know, catalog and classify data in order to enrich it um, for, for much more, you know, business agility, where we help to integrate and orchestrate that data with other data sources. And then eventually to help monetize that data where you actually see the value um, of that data within your organization. So we, we call this as our seam um, approach, which like I mentioned, can also be your uh, you know, data journey as well. Now, in terms of Hitachi Vantara, you know, we are, we are a trusted data-driven um, innovators everywhere. And you know, we are more than 10,000 customers worldwide with 85% um, of Fortune uh, you know, global 100 companies. And I think that, you know, having nine out of top banks and, you know, nine out of top communications and media and entertainment companies and nine out of top 10 telecom companies, you know, probably speaks a lot about, um, you know, Hitachi Vantara's uh, strength and solutions and, and standing across the whole industry. And here are, you know, some of those um, names, um, you know, industry industry-wide, where we have all of these as our referenceable customers, if any of our, you know, customers would like to speak to those as well. 
Um, so basically we span across all of these different um, industries. Now, as part of Hitachi Vantara solutions, um, you know, we are divided into what we call as digital infrastructure business unit and digital solutions business unit. And part of our digital infrastructure business unit, you know, we feel that the, um, you know, the data center mo uh, modernization depends on, you know, the, the foundation of those uh, portfolio that we have. And definitely, you know, the physical infrastructure plays a key role um, into modernizing the data center. And across this physical infrastructure in our, uh, you know, solution space, we have, you know, storage solutions, like I mentioned before, uh, across our hybrid space, which we call as VSP, um, G series. And we have our um, all flash series under VSPF and uh, VSPE series, which is all NVMe storage. And then the object storage, which is what we're going to be covering today, called HCP, the Hitachi content platform for unstructured and content um, data, as well as solutions um, across converged, hyper-converged, um, called as unified compute platform. And we have solutions for converged with the, you know, applications such as SAP HANA and you know, Oracle and, and, and large, uh, you know, uh, virtualization solutions, as well as um, hyper-convert solutions based on, you know, VMware vSAN. And then, of course, um, across the whole stack um, of software-defined infrastructure, ranging from you know virtualization to container platforms such as um, you know the the kubernetes and docker as well as red hat openshift and um, with vmware uh, you know cloud foundation suite as well and then all of these infrastructure top with our top of the line management solutions where we have uh, you know infrastructure automation service um, orchestration like you know you can deploy templates to speed up your provisioning for certain applications, like for example, SQL Server. So within a few clicks, you'll have an SQL Server database, you know, deployed across your infrastructure, and you can do that same for an Oracle as well as Exchange, and um, you know, data protection solutions, as well as um, you know, data analytics and and, and uh, solutions we can which can give you an end-to-end -end view from your storage to your uh, virtual machine. And of course, across the whole application stack with all of those major applications being supported um, underneath. So um, with unstructured data, you know, we know that it is, you know, the key and, and, and we know that the exponential growth, you know, rather happens more on the unstructured um, data versus the uh, structured data. And this is an IDC, you know, forecast that we have looked at from a worldwide, you know, block file and object storage forecast comparison. And as you can see, you know, across 2020, 2021, 2022, and 2023, you know, the file scale up solutions versus the file scale out solutions are probably growing in a much more, you know, linear fashion, as well as the block storage solution. However, when you look at the object storage market, the content storage itself, um, you know, as per IDC, the forecast is probably much more, you know, exponential. 
um, across, you know, starting from 200, you know, exabytes to, you know, close to 500 exabytes by 2023. And this is why, you know, these content you know, storage solutions are extremely important and extremely relevant for any customer um, in addition to file uh, storage as well as block storage. Um, so in Hitachi, the content storage solution or the platform is called as Hitachi Content Platform. And how do we address a lot of those use cases is what I will be now you know, speaking about. So in terms of Hitachi Content Platform, we probably cover what we call as some of those initial use cases that we have been delivering you know, since many, many years, um, namely, you know, metadata management. This is where, you know, if you have huge amounts of data, you're able to classify your data, to tag your data, you know, to, you can tag your data across departments, across HR finance, um, you know, you, you can tag your data for better search capabilities, you can tag your data for compliance reasons, for reasons, you know, such as if it's a customer data so how do you protect that data and we know that there are a lot of um, you know uh, compliance reasons uh, coming out for user data as well you know uh, our local versions of gdpr the data protection laws that we have so hcp platform you know helps tag that data as well as add you know metadata um, to that data as well um, one of the initial use cases is also data archiving now, as a general rule, you know, we know that 30% of data is active and, um, you know, which means, you know, we'll use that data perhaps, you know, today or in one week or in one month or maybe in six months, depending on each organization, um, the, the, the relevance of the data being active. But usually we say that it's, you know, 30% data is active and 70% data is inactive. However, we still need that data, even though it's inactive. So this is where the archiving, you know, solutions come in. So we, um, you know, integrate uh, with the, all of those, you know, file uh, solutions such as, you know, open text, file net, um, so all of the document management solutions, as well as SharePoint, uh, we, we have solutions for email archiving that we integrate with, um, you know, all of those email archiving, you know, softwares that are available. Um, so also in terms of archiving, it really helps reduce your costs of a tier one storage. So offloading that data onto a content storage from it for an archiving use case you know, has, has uh, a lot of TCO benefits as well. And then in terms of data protection, you know, we have endpoint um, ransom aware uh, data protection solutions, which we also term as file sync and shared solutions known as HCP Anywhere. Um, so these are for your laptops and desktops. We know that ransomware attacks through the laptops and desktops. Uh, this is where our ransomware you know, aware HCP platform helps protect that data. And you will have a Google Drive-like or a Dropbox-like, you know, functionality within your organization to be able to share, you know, those large files um, as well as protect your end user laptops and, and, and desktops. 
Um, and then also, if you have any remote offices or branch offices, uh, you know, file services requirement. So instead of doing that standard FTP, um, so we, we have those HCP edge, you know, gateway solutions available um, that can help bring that data from a remote office or a branch office to your central HCP solution. Uh, so this is very, very handy. A lot of uh, customers have actually uh, deployed these uh, HCP gateway solutions. And it is highly, um, you know, because the data is uploaded in a multi-parallel stream manner. So it, it is very effective from a bandwidth uh, perspective as well. Uh, we have solution also in terms of uh, backup optimization. Uh, this is where offloading a lot of that data uh, first of all, when you archive that data, for example, you know, you help reduce the size of your active backup as well, because let's say if you're going to archive 70% of data, so backing up 30% of that active data helps reduce and, you know, optimize your backup uh, platforms as well. And then secondly, we have solutions where, um, you know, we can also do tape uh, replacement with HCP platform. So if you have, for example, a Veritas net backup solution. So our HCP platform can, can help replace um, the tapes in your environment as well. And then of course, for some of the newer, you know, use cases across a hybrid cloud storage. So you have a HCP platform on premise. And if you want to also have a hybrid cloud, use any public cloud um, in order to uh, you know, save your data, that is also very much possible with our HCP platform. Um, content mobility, again, if you're using your um, any type of device, it can be your mobile phone or your iPads or your laptop or your desktops. This is where, you know, the HCP Anywhere helps give you that data virtually, you know, everywhere. And then we have, you know, use case for HCP and unstructured content data for servers uh, like file servers and, and NAS storage um, consolidation as well, because HCP has the capability to go to, um, you know, exabytes scalability. This is where, you know, consolidating file server and storage uh, NAS storage solutions is very, very handy. Of course, um, when we talk about the, the usage in terms of the, you know, the innovation areas, this is where the IoT solutions, you know, the big data, um, you know, solutions come in very, very handy. And this is where the HCP platform is very, very relevant because we know that, you know, customers who have big data, you know, reservoirs, uh, the growth of that big data nodes has been very, very, um, you know, exponential in the past, you know, two, three years, we've seen people going from, you know, eight nodes to 13, 32 nodes of big data, you know, appliance within two to three years. So HCP can optimize that big data workloads and, and offload a lot of that data into HCP platform, which helps reduce, of course, the number of nodes as well as the size um, and the licenses on that, uh, you know, production big data nodes as well. Um, so across our edge, as well as um, analytics space in terms of IoT solutions, um, HCP works as a tier one storage for a lot of cloud application development, um, you know, solutions. 
across different um, use cases. So I guess these were the high level use cases um, that I wanted to speak about how as Hitachi Vantara, we, we cover that unstructured um, data and the content data across different use cases. And I guess, um, you know, in, in summary, if you look at HCP across a number of use cases, it can be three use cases, four use cases, as per your organization, five use cases, that's where you see even better TCO of, um, you know, Hitachi content platform. If you start, if you start deploying maybe, you know, two, three, four, five more, more, you know, use cases because HCP is actually a multi-tenant uh, platform, uh, which obviously, you know, we'll talk about uh, in, in, in later uh, sessions. Um, how do we stand from a market and perspective? So firstly, as you can see from IDC, um, you know, IDC, uh, so we have two basically major, you know, analyst, uh, analysts when we speak about, uh, um, you know, the market share. So of course, Gartner is there and IDC is there. Um, with Gartner, uh, what they do is actually they, they combine two different uh, use cases into one, uh, which is the distributed file systems and the object storage. So it's very difficult to find out who is probably uh, a true leader in either of those use cases in you know either a distributed file system or an object storage only use case. However, IDC um, only speaks about the object storage use case. And, and so that's a much better representation uh, from an analyst perspective. And as you can see, um, so the last published uh, marketscape, which IDC calls it, um, was in 2009 on the object-based storage. And, you know, as you can see the bubble, the size of the bubble represents the market share. So the larger the bubble, the better you are positioned from a market perspective. And then, um, it also represents where you know your um, you know solution stands. Are you in a, uh, among the major players or are you in the leaders? And then across capabilities. So the higher you are, that means the better capabilities you have. And across strategies, which means the more on the right side you are, uh, you're better positioned from a future you know use cases and strategies perspective. And as you can see, Hitachi Vantara is probably the leaders in the leaders uh, positioned among the highest in terms of capabilities and in the rightmost you know, space in terms of future you know, strategies as well. And this is as per IDC, you know, we've been a leader for the fourth um, straight year in, in, in IDC. And that uh, with the recent use cases, like I mentioned for IoT, you know, media management, AI, machine learning, this is where we are now seeing the trend towards an all flash based uh, content storage um, as well. And HCP <laughs> is perfectly positioned along with its cloud scale for a lot of um, native, um, you know, S3 based um, applications as well. So I think that was my, um, you know, last slide. Um, so Sharad, I'll I'll hand it over uh, back to you. 
and uh, over to you, Sharad. Yeah, thanks, Ryan. Um, we have uh, quite a few people uh, in the audience from Saudi Arabia. So if you can very quickly uh, just let them know how they can reach out to you for any of their uh, requests that they might have for information. So I don't know if you want to put out your email address maybe on the chat or uh, give them some URL for additional information. And while you are doing that, uh, I think it's uh, time for me to introduce our next speaker. And that is Santosh Shukla, who is the pre-sales specialist consultant at Hitachi Mantera. And he's going to talk to us uh, more about the technical aspects of the Hitachi Ventura offering. So uh, Santosh, when you are ready, uh, uh, please take the stage, it's yours. Thank you, Sharad. Thank you, uh, Rehan. Uh, am I audible, firstly? Yes, yes, we can hear you clearly, okay. go ahead. Okay, great, okay, thank you very much. So uh, thanks, Sharad, once again for introduction and thanks, Rehan, for you know that uh, pitch about where the content, uh, you know, uh, where does Hitachi content platform stand and what is the market share and what is that we are seeing in the customer sites these days in terms of data growth and things like that. So I'm not going to talk those slides. I had that, but I think Rehan, you covered it well. So let's, uh, let's straight away, you know, get to the, get to the, uh, the product actually and the use cases that these, this product actually addresses. There are many, many use cases, uh, but let's be, let me first you know, introduce what is the portfolio of the product that we're talking about. So uh, the Hitachi content platform, it's not a single product. It's basically a mix. It's an ecosystem of multiple uh, products, which builds a solution to meet uh, use cases, various use cases that, that uh, you know, our customers uh, need these days. Uh, Hitachi Con uh, to begin with, the Hitachi content platform is an object storage platform that offers multiple protocols, uh, the likes of SAFES natively, S3, uh, REST API for you know, applications that uh, understand and have been written in REST. They can actually read and write onto this platform directly using REST protocol. And then, uh, you know, built onto that is HCP Gateway and HCP Anywhere Edge. This is basically to bring the content platform or the S3 to the edge. Uh, you know, what I mean by that is that you may have a branch offices or remote offices where you want to actually, uh, you have applications over there which are reading and writing, you know, contents into S3 or REST API or SAFES and NFS protocol. And you want to basically make sure that the data is not traveling over VAN. Uh, because of performance reasons. So you can basically bring the whole HCP content platform onto the edge to the HCP game. Then it's the HCP Anywhere, which is basically your OneDrive on your users' laptops and desktops, which basically makes sure that you get a file sync and share without having a hassle of, you know, deploying a NAS storage, which has its own, uh, you know, baggage in terms of protecting the data, managing the data for the users and things like that. So that's HCP Anywhere, basically making file services available over cloud to your users and making them collaborate and giving them control of their own data. And, you know, at the same time, making sure it's compliant and protected in real time. Uh, then is content intelligence. Basically, once you have all this content onto the HCP content platform, uh, you can actually build on top of it uh, an enterprise search engine 
the likes of Elasticsearch and the you know the the famous Google search, but on the public on the public domain. Here we are talking about on the private domain in the private platform. Uh, basically, running through a search through indexing all the content and you know making them available through the search engine, uh, which understands natural languages and things like that. Uh, to be able to make the content available to the users for analytics, for uh, quick search and quick find and things like that. So you'll see the band here, the traditional use cases and the modern use cases, the traditional use cases that the platform takes care of is the archiving. The famous use case actually is the email archiving through Enterprise Vault or through Commvault archiving or backup reduction in terms of, uh, you know, deduplication compression so on and so forth. So there are many, many use cases. I'm going to uh, touch base on a few of the uh, you know, very important and crucial use cases that are that we see in the market today, and that our customers are actually asking us to you know uh, build a solution for them. So I'm not going to cover archiving because this is pretty much old and it's very very traditional. It's where you know the content platform actually took off from. So uh, you know we we're gonna we're gonna touch base on modern use cases. You know, like a hybrid use cases. But before we get into you know why should we actually have a Hitachi content platform for all these unstructured data, unstructured data use cases? There are many reasons and few of the very strong reasons that you see on the slide here is that we are the only platform that, as far as my knowledge goes, who provides 15 nines of data durability, which basically means that, you know, a one bit of one bit data loss every one trillion years. So that is as good as, you know, 100% availability of data onto this platform. Ten nines of accessibility, which means, you know, uh, if we if we were to build a three-side, four-side solution for you, you would have access to the data not with an SLA of nine, 10 nines. Now, if you really look at the public cloud, they are hardly offering four nines of accessibility. They may offer, you know, 11 to 12 nines of data durability, but when it comes to accessibility, they hardly go up to four nines to five nines. We keep multiple copies of metadata, so you know there's no single point of failure. It's all customer configurable, so you could have not all unstructured data are of same uh, same value. So you could have some unstructured data which is uh, which you want to store only two, twice, and some of them more than twice. So you can configure it how how much of the data is value to you and how much you want to protect them in terms of you know copies of the data. This content validation, automatic repair, which goes without saying, which is part of the, you know, which is part of this platform ever since it was it was actually built. Replication up to six sites. So not just one-to-one -one replication, but replication up to six sites. And these are all active, active replication, which means when you have a bucket, it's actively available for read and write from all the sites. There's object versioning. So you don't have to back up this platform because as Rehan was explaining in his slide, the data, unstructured data, usually grows into petabytes and to hundreds of you know hundreds of petabytes and then you know beyond petabyte goes to exabytes with some customers so you don't want to back up this data this is the platform this is the target platform where your data comes and basically rests and you know expires so you don't want to back up so you want to have some level of protection in terms of you know data immutability so in addition to data immutability we offer object versioning so if there's a change in the data we make sure that we protect the original content so for you to refer and then obviously there's an audit logging in terms of accessibility, in terms of data modification, and so on and so forth. Uh, there's other features in terms of data protection and compliance. There's uh, retention. You can put the data object on hold 
for legal requirement, for compliance requirement, and things like that. You can have a uh, you know policy based automation. Uh, what that means is you can have faster drives behind HCP, which holds recent data, and then you know you can uh, train this data out into the public cloud or onto the slower drives based on the policy that you define on your object. There's access and security efficiency in terms of authentication. It integrates with the you know, LDAP, Active Directory for authentication. Uh, there's encryption for data and rest. There's an encryption for data in motion. We support TLS encryption for data in motion. Standard REST API for your you know, application that understand and read and write REST to be able to integrate with HCP platform. The platform inherently supports deduplication and compression to be able to make sure that data which can be compressed and deduplicated will be stored on this platform and will get the best data storage efficiency. Uh, so let's jump into the use cases. Uh, the first use case I have taken here is the backup, which is data protection. So, uh, so guys, if I'm if I'm really going fast, please you know, uh, please put that in the chat because I have few, I have a bit of, a lot of other use cases to cover. So I'm trying to you know trying to uh, make sure that we cover as as many as many use cases as possible. So um, data protection challenge. What is what are the data protection challenges which our customers see today? Uh, of course, the tape is a traditional way of taking a backup, but you don't see that today in the market. Most of these tape libraries have been replaced by appliances. The problem with appliances that we see is you are stuck with the vendor or you're stuck with the model of the appliance that you purchase. In which case, what happens is when you, when you buy a particular appliance and your data is growing, you may have to replace the appliance to be able to meet their growing data needs. Uh, because these appliances have fixed scale-up capacity, they can only fit so much data into it. They are not infinite uh, you know, scale. And there are certainly most of them, or rather 95% of these appliances available in the market are all scale-up, they're not even scale-up. So either you run out of capacity on these appliances or you run out of performance or CPU cycles to be able to store that backup stream, in which case you'll miss your backup SLA. And, they, and of course, the other alternative is going to public cloud. You can back up to public cloud because the public cloud promises infinite scalability, infinite capacity, and so on and so forth. But the problem with these, uh, you know, the appliances, the public cloud is basically the cost. Uh, appliances, of course, is the operational issues and the public cloud is, of course, the cost and the compliance because your data is going out of your data center. Uh, so this is where Hitachi content platform helps. One is it is faster than tape library for sure because your data is getting stored on disk. So it's certainly faster. It doesn't take days and weeks to restore your data. It happens in hours. The other benefit of HAP Hitachi content platform is on-prem. So it's the data is not moving outside your premises and it's fully compliant. It's me, it meets your industry compliance, whether you're in the banking industry, government industry, healthcare industry, or, or a security industry. So it meets your compliance needs. At the same time, it is not having limitation of the appliances, which means the content platform itself can scale infinitely on-prem and it is scale out model. So you're scaling your performance and your capacity needs as your backup uh, data is growing uh, linear. So, so over here, you have literally unlimited scale, no single point of failure, and all those benefits of you know, 15 nines of data durability and uh, you know, 10 nines of data accessibility applies over here for your backup platform as well. Now, if you really were to compare appliances on-prem, none of the appliances actually offer 15 nines of data durability. Yes, they promise data availability and things like that, 
but that was only up to five nines. You're talking about 15 nines of data visibility, even for your backup data on those platforms. With a cost which is fractional of what you'll be paying for these features on a public so of course, uh, what are the benefits? Uh, most of that we just discussed is integrating your enterprise backup solution, reducing your backup costs, scaling up to exabytes and protecting your data and replicating it up to multiple sites, not just one-to-one, -one, but one-to-many sites. Securing your critical data with you know, strong security and compliance. As I explained, if you're a PCI DSS, you would need a data interest and data in motion encryption, which is what is offered by the platform which you may not get, you may get data address encryption with backup platform, but you may not get data in motion encryption with the backup appliances in the market. So, so these are the, these are the you know, benefits that you get by applying it, by using Hitachi content platform for your backup uh, offload use cases. And who do we integrate with? with pretty much every backup, leading backup vendor out there in the market. Uh, Veritas gets natively integrated with our REST API to the Hitachi content platform. Beam gets integrated through the NAS protocol. Uh, Commvault is natively integrated through the S3 and REST API. Rubrik, of course, gets integrated, IBM Spectrum product, and so on and so forth. So all, pretty much almost all enterprise backup softwares are integrated with REST and S3 protocol and uh, you know onto the Hitachi content platform. So I'll, I'll just quickly jump to what other use case that we have. Uh, we have Splunk. So you, most of you, or maybe almost all of you might have a, you know, SOC uh, SIM solution and quite famous and the leading SIM solution in the market that we see is Splunk. But the, the problem with Splunk is Splunk collects data from you know, traditional uh, VMs, servers, storage devices, network devices, and now even expands to basically sensors, IoT devices, so on and so forth. So not just traditional, but even the you know, IoT use case can be integrated to look at the security uh, and, and you know, monitor the security and security posture through the Splunk solution. The problem with that is basically as your devices grows, your data grows, and you know, Splunk is licensed based on capacity. So one of our customers here, was actually storing one, one terabyte per day. He was using one terabyte of Splunk license per, uh, per day. That was his Splunk licensing. One and a half years later, he, he calls us and he says, you know what, I have a new use case where my you know, Splunk use case needs to be expanded to IoT devices, to you know, terminals, POS terminals, and so on and so forth. And they said, you know what, we, our Splunk requirement now has grown from one terabyte to literally five terabyte per day. And in future, two years down the line, you'll be growing up to 10 and then 15 terabyte uh, Splunk licensing. Now that's a lot of data coming onto the Splunk. Problem with that is you cannot have a storage, uh, you know, primary storage tier to cater Splunk requirement. And this is where Hitachi content platform comes into play because, you know, the more data you store on the primary storage, you're not only spending Splunk, uh, you know, licenses on Splunk, but you're also spending money on buying primary and fast storage. And this is where Splunk, you know, helps uh, Splunk with Hitachi Content Platform comes to the rescue. So what was well, the solution we proposed there was basically put the indexed tier, the hot tier, basically the data which is uh, hot, uh, data that is less than 30 days old, puts, uh, gets stored on the Hitachi store, primary storage platform. Data that is warm, which is one to three months old, goes on to the NLSAS tier on a separate storage and data that is three years, three, three months to one year old because their compliance requirement was to keep data for one year, goes onto the cold tier which is Hitachi, S, uh, Hitachi content platform, which is S3, uh, native S3 compliant. And this is the 
smart store solution which Splunk and Hitachi content platform work, can work out for you, which offers you most cost-efficient, highly available, and seamless search experience in real time for your Splunk use case. So that's basically putting traditional uh, logs of databases, machines, servers, VMs, and whatnot, as well as the machine data, log data, post terminal data, and things like that through Splunk on a most cost efficient manner, but also not losing the SLA of, you know, and not losing the performance of your search indexes uh, through the Splunk platform. So that's, uh, uh, that's the benefit that you get. Basically, you get to tier the data based on the age through the Splunk platform. At the same time, you get to decouple the storage and the servers for the indexers and the search engine in the Splunk uh, platform. And you get to optimize the data to stay longer and store longer onto a cheaper platform or a most cost efficient platform on site, uh, which is the Touch Content platform. And it is all seamless and it's simple because it is all natively integrated into Splunk. Splunk understands these protocols, it understands the it understands the hot tier, warm tier, and cool tier, and it's native. And it also understands that the cool tier is actually coming from the S3 platform. That's a Splunk smart store solution in combination with Hitachi content platform to give you cost efficiency, scale, and simplicity for your uh, growing unstructured data through Splunk and SOC requirements. Now, uh, I, I remember Rehan also touched on Hadoop uh, use case, uh, where you, know, you, you, may have, you may have started with the Hadoop platform with uh, simple four nodes or eight nodes or 10 nodes platform where you may have some terabytes of data. However, as the use case keeps building up, your platform scales out and it, it grows exponentially. So over here, what we offer is we, it's, it's not just a platform, not just the hardware, but also a software piece, which is what we call as Lumada Data Optimizer. It's an API that gets installed in your worker nodes in the Hadoop cluster, and which makes your HDFS uh, see the Hitachi content platform, which is S3, S3 object, object bucket as a native HDFS. So over here, again, you get a seamless expansion of your Hadoop cluster node through HDFS, uh, HDFS platform. And you get to store these cold data, which is not required for day-to-day -day analytics into the cold tier, which is Hitachi content platform. And again, this is all on-prem and this is all highly available. And what is the benefit of this? The biggest benefit of this is basically uh, you know, the licenses on Cloudera or the likes of Cloudera platform to be available in the market are licensed based on the nodes. So if you buy eight node Cloudera, you've got to pay eight node of Cloudera license. When you expand to 20 nodes, you've got to pay 20 nodes license. But most of the times you'll see that the data is growing faster than the performance requirement of the customer. So, you know, if your data can fit into eight nodes for last one year of data, you don't really need to buy another 20 nodes to be able to, you know, just keep those data into the cold eye. And exactly where this is where Hitachi content platform comes into, into help and basically our tiers the data into the cold tier, which is not required for day-to-day -day analytics and reducing the number of nodes required and hence, you know, reducing the license spend that you have on Cloudera and the Hortonbox and so on and, and similar platforms. So basically you can grow your Hadoop platform without growing your licensing cost and seamlessly integrating content platform into the, into the Hadoop. I, I, see, I see questions, but I'm gonna take it after I finish with the, with the presentation. I hope that's fine. Uh, so, so let's move to the next use case, which is file sync and share. Uh, 
I touched based on this earlier, but uh, just to give you a highlight, like you know, you may you may have you may have heard of, or you may be using uh, Dropbox, Box, or OneDrive in your corporate or in your you know personal uh, personal setup. Uh, however, when you use you know Dropbox and things like that in a personal setup, that may not be that may not be compliant with your company policy. And when you're building an unstructured data platform like the Azure Content Platform for other use cases. You can actually expand it to add one more use case, which is Hitachi uh, Content Platform Access Engine, which is what gives you OneDrive-like feature on your mobile and your laptops or your desktops seamlessly uh, to make your data accessible and synchronizes and synchronize it and collaborate it across all the users in your corporate. You can also share this data outside your outside your corporate. You can recover data by yourself. You don't have to reach out to the IT to be able to recover your data. The data is protected and version on the Hitachi content platform and all the versions are available for you to recover. The data is accessible through mobile devices and can integrate with your SharePoint to be able to make sure it's uh, you know, also part of your enterprise collaboration too. So that's basically you know, making sure Hitachi anywhere, Hitachi content platform anywhere is making your data available and it's also making it cloud ready without actually move, going out there and using Dropbox and Box uh, for sharing your corporate data, which may eventually you know, be non-compliant in your corporate environment. Right. Now, let's move to the next one, which is Hitachi Content Platform Gateway Solution. This is a, this is a recent addition to our, uh, to our, uh, you know, to our portfolio. Uh, this is basically making sure the content platform SIFs, NFS, as well as the S3 is reachable or rather accessible to your branch office. So one of the use cases here is basically if you have branch office, remote office, uh, remote offices, uh, you can make sure that the users are getting SIFs and NFS access locally to them on those branches. And what happens in the end is basically the, the users will get a local LAN-like performance, a local network-like performance without making, uh, without accessing the data over the WAN link to the corporate data center. At the same time, they get all the benefits of object versioning, compliance, uh, restore capabilities, archiving, and things like that onto their onto their user directories. So Hitachi HCP Gateway offers two protocols, SIFs and NFS into the branch office. We have a use case, we have a couple of customers here who had eight to 10 branch offices where they were ingesting terabytes and terabytes of data every day, which needs to be, which was required to be brought into the main offices. And we offer them Hitachi content platform gateway, uh, which uh, gives them local SIFs NFS access. Now the users, they copy the data locally over there. It gets cached for a day. And after a day, the HCP gateway moves the data to the central side. Now this one day buffer is great because then the customer doesn't have to invest in a big fat band pipe and they can actually you know, rely on HCP gateway to move the data in the background uh, whilst protecting the data on the local side as well as into the corporate uh, main data center. So that's the, you know, it gives you full native experience of SIFS and NFS. It basically is nothing but a SIFS and NFS or other file services, Windows file services on remote office branch office without actually deploying any file services. Fully compliant gives you legal hold retention. You can make sure that the data is, is, is legal hold protected and you can put a retention policy to it on the branch offices, which 
mostly you will not get these features if you were to deploy a NAS solution centrally and make it accessible over banding. At the same time, you may not get this if you were to deploy file services uh, in every of the branch services. Besides, managing file services in every branch office is itself a big headache and a, a, a very, very complex operational task. Uh, of course, policy-based, you can define policies about what data needs to be kept locally for how long it needs to be kept locally for caching, at the same time, how fast the data or rather how, how, uh, what is the, uh, after how many, how much time and how many, how much days the data needs to be moved to the central site. There's a bottomless storage, the, you know, the gateway comes with its own local NVMe disks, so you don't need to buy an external storage footprint. You can basically use the NVMe drives which are available in the gateway to be able to access the file systems and store the data in a high performance manner locally. Uh, files are protected in real time. If you put a, if you put a retention policy in the file, retention policy as archive, the file will be, will be uh, stored or rather replicated to the content platform before it gets committed back to the user. So basically the files are always protected in real time or the file could be protected in a, uh, in a staged scheduled manner, depending on the policy that you set up. This is a backup free solution. To, so imagine if you were to have a NAS solution, you have to not only deploy a NAS and make it accessible to the branch offices, but you need to also do data protection for the NAS. And compare this with the file services. You may have to deploy file services in every branch offices, Windows file services, NFS file services, and you'll have to go and protect those file services in every location, either in the local site or centrally in your data center. However, uh, with HCP Gateway, this is a totally backup-free solution because it is using HCP's backup-free platform to be able to give you those file services in a high-performance manner as a local cache into every branch office. So, for so so this is the last one is basically for the customers who are used who are already existing Hitachi data uh, intelligent uh, appliance. It need, if, if there are users, if there are customers who are using HDI, which was the previous version of HCP Gateway, it can seamlessly migrate those data into the HCP and HCP Gateway without, uh, without changing any shares or quotas or permissions and so on and so forth. So basically these are the key features. You get the gateway, it's a physical appliance or it can be a VM form factor and that can be made accessible to the users in the branch office through SIFs and NFS. We can apply retention and warm to those shares. The data will be available as a local cache. So the, for the users, they will not, they, the data is available as a local cache in from the NVMe drives in the branch office. The data is not traveling over the band link, which could be a slow band pipe. You could, you could store a large data, you could store a terabyte of file and it will basically chunk the data into you know, a GB and then replicate it back into the HCP platform. That gateway itself is highly available and it can be replicated. It can replicate to the DR site, just quickly move through. So you have you know, the data which is stored locally and it is cached in every site and it is made read right into one site and read only available into the multiple different sites. So what you see on the screen here is uh, four sites where there's London branch office, Boston branch office, Tokyo branch office, and then we have a HCP platform in the corporate data center in Denver. The Boston users are writing data into HCP through the local gateway. They can read write the data locally here as a cache. At the same time, the branch office users in London and Tokyo can also see that data, provided they have a permission, of course. And they can actually, you know, uh, they cannot modify, but they can see the data that has been written by these users. So, so that that's how you you can make it. You know, you can make this data uh, not just 
read only and read write but even the london users can write data into the share which can be available as read only into the other branch offices so in that sense it becomes you know read write for multiple share from multiple branch offices so my last use case or uh, is basically hitachi content intelligence uh, this is a solution that basically runs uh, basically adds metadata enrichment it does metadata enrichment for all the unstructured data that you may have stored in the platform be it archive data be it sifs nfs data through your gateway or sifs nfs data through your ncd anywhere or through the backup data you can actually do a metadata enrichment and make that data actually uh, available for search or for further analytics so content intelligence basically does three things it basically connects to the you know data sources right different data sources uh, could be your sql databases could be your oracle databases or could be a file share file services uh, coming from you know your flat file it also extract all parts of this data it basically learns this data it understands this data it uses machine learning algorithms to basically understand the structure of the data and it adds metadata on top of it which is what we call as metadata enrichment so once it does a metadata enrichment this metadata is indexed and then it is available to do search and it is available to basically do review access you can search through this data using your natural language just like how you do your google search uh, you know you can actually do a google search like you get a google search like tab through hitachi content intelligence to search through all the data that is stored on your hitachi content platform now imagine if you have hundreds of petabytes of data which are all unstructured so we all know unstructured data do not have metadata you have to build metadata you cannot search through all the unstructured data right this hitachi content intelligence adds intelligence to the content that you have stored basically this whole 100 petabyte of data you're adding intelligence and you're making it available for search available for review available for access so let's say you stored a doc pdf document which has a which has a user that needs to be put on legal hold you can search through the username or the date that you stored the file or the file name or any of the content inside that pdf file and you can basically get out of this 100 petabyte you can search this one pdf file with any of the content in the pdf file and you can put a legal hold you can simply right click that file and you can put a legal hold to that file so that's uh, basically a couple of screenshots of uh, you know hitachi content intelligence uh, the workflow designer is basically connecting to the data sources and preparing a workflow and then monitoring the whole workflow in terms of the success failure how much data has been ingested how much data is searched how much data is basically indexed and so on so forth. the system configuration is for the system administrators or the hcp administrators to basically configure the whole content uh, platform content in intelligence platform so basically one of the use cases could be i have a lot of data but the number of search engines that i have deployed the search pm that i have deployed are not enough to basically you know search through all this data in a given sla so you can add more search engines which can you know uh, speed up the whole search and content metadata enrichment and the second part to uh, the part to the content intelligence is the actual search engine so you get this tab where you can search through entire content uh, and and basically you know do all sort of things basically do the review of the content access it we put legal hold and use it for any other purposes that may be fit so i'm going to quickly browse okay quickly you know run through because we are almost uh, almost at the end of the time so hitachi content intelligence can connect 
to the unstructured data as well as structured data, which is what I was talking about, the SQLs and the oracles of the world. It can also connect to the semi-structured data, the, the likes of JSONs, XMLs that you may have. Uh, the content intelligence, by the way, comes with the ready-made uh, you know, standard connectors that Hitachi has built for, uh, for almost, almost all the famous, you know, uh, or rather databases or unstructured data, data types. We connect to Avros, we connect to Parquet files, we connect to JSONs, XMLs, SQLs, uh, through ODBC, JDBCs, and, and, and Oracles of the world. And then as a next stage in the workflow pipeline, we stage the data inside the search engine. And through the staging process, we do all those sort of metadata enrichment. Once we have done the metadata enrichment, we index that data and store it in the content intelligence and make it available for the, uh, for the workflow content search to be able to uh, due to the users whenever they want to search through the graph. So uh, what else? I mean, you might say that, okay, but that's dangerous because you know any user could, who has access to content intelligence could actually access throughout all the unstructured data that I have stored. Well, no, not really, because the content intelligence also gets natively integrated with your Active Directory, LDAPs, and certificates. So you know it does it it does use a strong authentication and authorization uh, method, where not every user has access to all the content. The user has access only to either his own content or the content that he's been given access to through the authorization mechanism, which is being configured. We can also help you build custom connectors. So if you have a data source, which you know is not, uh, which for which we do not have a ready-made connector, we can actually build a content uh, connector for you. We can help you build pipelines. And of course, you know, uh, as part of our PS deployment, help you build the whole use case for that content search engine. One of our, one of our very large banking customers that we have in, in, uh, in the Europe has actually used, has actually deployed content intelligence for GDPR use case. So they, they, they have actually, Hitachi has built connectors for all the unstructured and semi-structured and structured data store sources. And we have built a use case where we actually can tell the bank or rather the bank can actually find out users which are part of the EU region or you know customers which are part of the EU region, customers which are part of outside EU region, and they can then deploy the GDPR policies that have been dictated by their compliance team onto these data that have been stored for the EU and the non-EU customers. Uh, so I'm gonna you know, just quickly go through the system architecture over here. Again, uh, this content intelligence can also make the data not only available for search, but can also be used by custom applications. And one of the applications that we have noticed that you know, most of our matured and enterprise customers use is the Pentaho business analytics. They can, you can basically uh, you know, build charts, graphs, and things like that on the content that has been available and made available through REST API from the content intelligence. Now, in a nutshell, uh, I know this, this is not an uh, you know, analytics presentation, but in a nutshell, what is Pentaho BA? Pentaho BA is uh, Pentaho business analytics software. It is uh, the likes of uh, Power BI from Microsoft. It gives you those, you know, the Power BI like uh, charts, graphs, and for your business analysts, for your, uh, your analytic users, and for your UN business users to basically build, uh, you know, the, the, the charts and graphs and KPIs into a graphical format. So the Pentaho BA can connect to the rest 
REST API to the content intelligence cluster and take use of the index and the metadata enrichment that we have done on all these source data, which is coming from the left. So with that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna move on to the last leg of the presentation and who, who are the ISVs that we work with? We are not working in isolation, of course, when we are talking about use cases like backup integration, archive integration, Splunk integration, Hadoop integration, and so on and so forth. We have to work with bigger ecosystem. We have to work with you know vendors outside Hitachi. So in the healthcare, you will notice we are working with pretty much every leading vendor. Epic is certainly one of the leading vendors out there. Uh, we for you know for the data moving uh, part where we want to move the data from you know third party data platform, we work with these data providers. Now this slide is only highlighting the you know it's just a summary of the ISV vendors that we work with. And you'll notice we're working with Cloudera, MapR, I'm sorry, Elixio, and of course our own Pentaho tool for the big data use case. So, uh, enterprise content management, the use case that I didn't cover actually, because this is what I believe is traditional where you may have documentum, open, open text for, and file net for your, you know, uh, for your content management. You can actually natively store into Hitachi content platform through S3 or through REST API integration. And of course, for enterprise archiving, you have Veritas Enterprise Vault, Com Vault, Rubric for data protection, Splunk Smart Store, which natively integrates into the Hitachi content platform. So yeah, we have uh, we have a uh, we can share the link with you about you know uh, the standard ISVs or the you know, enterprise ISVs that we work with. And we are developing these connectors pretty much every week on week, month on month, to be able to make sure that we are in line and we give seamless experience and seamless integration to our customers when they deploy any one of these use cases. So with that, uh, I'll end my presentation and I would like to again, thank all of you for, uh, you know, for your patience. Thank all of you for giving us your time uh, today to, to, you know, to understand, to learn what we have to offer in unstructured data management, unstructured data world. Thank you once again. And uh, I'll, I'll take the questions now or over to you, Sharon. Yeah, thanks, Santosh. Uh, that was really interesting. Um, I think uh, everybody is up to speed uh, from the technology aspect of Hitachi Ventara solution. Uh, now it's uh, question time. I request the audience to post their questions in the chat or the Q&A tab. Uh, the first one we have is from Ali, and um, I think this can be answered by Rehan. Um, and the question is, has the hybrid work environment increased the data storage requirements? Rehan, you want to come in? Um, I think yes, absolutely. I mean, uh, uh, what hybrid work environment has done is basically, uh, it has put in a lot of that, you know, load into the, into the unstructured data um, creation. So, you know, as opposed to you know what we what we used to be doing in office, probably um, in a hybrid model, there's a lot of uh, dependency that we have seen coming in, in terms of um, you know the file data uh, sprawl that we also see across the whole uh, you know organization. So there's much more content uh, that is being produced these days um, across various industries. Uh, there's much more, um, you know, data challenges because of that, you know, content that we have uh, seen, you know, coming in, especially in the in the, in the hybrid uh, working model. 
Right. And Rehan, I have a question for you since you handle marketing in the region. I'm curious to know uh, which countries in this region um, you are seeing a spike in and where are you concentrating? Is it UAE? Is it Saudi? Is it GCC, North Africa? So can and also can you highlight some of the industries where you are noticing this growth? Is it fintech? Is it education? Whatever. So throw some light on this, these aspects. So I think that's a great question, Sharad. Um, you know, in terms of the of the region, you know, Middle East in general, you know, we have seen um, a lot of growth in terms of data. Um, you know, especially countries like Saudi and UAE are are probably the two dominant um, you know markets that we see. Um, the buying trend definitely you know reduced over the last two years, especially in terms of infrastructure and services. Um, however, the you know criticality in terms of the content and the data itself, you know, increased uh, much more. We saw a lot of newer you know challenges coming in uh, that we did not see, for example, um, post uh, pre-pandemic. So, in, what the, the the type of data challenges that we see now are spanning across. Um, you know, different, uh, you know, working environments, especially when it comes to the hybrid model. Um, because, you know, just to give you an example, you know, the same, let's say an enterprise um, application that, that you used to access while you were within the uh, office premises. Now, all of a sudden, you know, you have to be able to access the same enterprise application from your home, which is of course not easy, you know, from a data uh, management perspective, as well as a accessibility perspective. Um, and then in terms of industries, uh, we've seen some of them being, um, you know, hit uh, big time. Um, and at the same time, we've, we are seeing some industries that have, you know, sustained well. So for example, industries like, you know, airline sectors and hospitality sectors, um, you know, these are some of the industries that were hit very, very badly. However, uh, you know, the banking and telco um, sectors, uh, fintech, you know, they, they probably sustained in a much, uh, you know, better way. Um, however, when we talk about unstructured, uh, you know, and content data, I mean, that really spans across all industries. I mean, every organization has this you know, unstructured uh, data growth, um, you know, massive, you know, that we have seen, uh, you know, over the years. Yeah, great. And I think with the expo around the corner, it'll give a boost uh, to a lot of activities and government spending, etc. So I think we need to stay positive and uh, good times are on the horizon uh, for all of us. And uh, we are, I'm noticing almost 11 minutes over time. So I'm going to thank uh, the audience uh, for being here. For those who could not make it, I've uh, received some emails from people who have requested for a recording. So yes, uh, you will uh, get uh, through email uh, a link to the recording, which you can view later. Also, it will be posted on onlywebinars.com along with a podcast. So feel free to visit this website uh, later this afternoon to get a copy of this presentation. So thanks you, Rehan, once again, and thank you, Santosh, for your excellent presentation. Let's keep the conversation going. I'm sure we'll be having more such sessions. Uh, so those who missed out this time can always join in uh, next time. 
so thank you audience for investing your 70 minutes with us and stay safe and we'll see you on the other side. Thank you and bye for now.